Last year, I found myself wondering about something that was all in the news and what the scriptural understanding of it was, and that is, of course, race. I was wondering why we don't hear about skin color in the Old Testament and the New Testament. After all, we know that there were people from Africa. Uh, the Queen of Sheba was one, um, most likely around the Ethiopia area, and we know Ethiopians are black. Uh, there's the Ethiopian eunuch mentioned in Acts of the Apostles. Again, no, no mention of his skin color. There is a man, a deacon named Niger, meaning he comes from modern-day Nigeria, uh, most likely. He would have been black, but there's no mention of skin color. And I, I found, in, just in doing a little bit of research, not a whole lot, but a little bit, that ultimately to the scripture, to the people who wrote the scriptures, to the people of the time, to the Jewish people, skin color did not matter. It didn't matter. What mattered was their culture, what mattered was the language, and yes, there were divisions between Jew and Gentile, or divisions between even different, different uh, languages of the Gentiles, or different cultures of the Gentiles. The Jews were mostly, not completely, but mostly, spoke the same language and had at least enough similarity that they recognized each other, uh, even though there were Pharisees and Sadducees and Essenes and, and, and uh, just the uh, hoi, hoi polloi, it's called the people. There was a, a, a level of understanding between them, but there was a division between them, not based on skin color, but based on belief. And that belief was changed in Jesus Christ. As St. Paul preaches to the Gentiles, and he wasn't the only one, but he's the main one and probably the most successful that we hear about in the scriptures, they begin to believe, and St. Paul says, that wall of enmity that was built between you, between Gentile and Jew, between Greek and Hebrew, is smashed, destroyed. It no longer matters because we've been made one in Jesus Christ. Isn't that a beautiful idea? that all this division that our modern world says that is there is false. It ultimately doesn't matter. What matters is coming to Jesus and that Jesus Christ in his person unites everyone. There's a place for everyone here, everyone, a place for everyone in the church. And the church ought to look like, born like a rainbow than it does monochromatic. That, that the church accepts people of all nations, and we do. The Catholic Church has people of all nations, red and white and black and yellow and blue and purple and, well, not quite, but it, it accepts people. And anyone who says otherwise, anyone who says there is a difference or somebody's less than based on their skin color, or even, even to extend it, anyone, anyone who's less than because of their language or because of their culture, is really not living the faith out. And St. Paul would tell us that. That Christ has come to reconcile us. Reconcile us to each other because first we're reconciled with God. And yes, isn't that a nice message that we all need reconciliation. We live in a world that says, well, I don't need reconciliation. You're the one that needs to convert. I uh, watched a little, little video, I have to admit, and it, it made my head kind of explode. This woman was going on and on and on about, you need to accept Jesus Christ, you need to convert. And she started using the F word and everything like that, and on and on it was, and somebody said, ma'am, ma'am, just calm down. Well, he needs to blink, 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 convert. 
<laughs> who was the wrong one there? And the, the man just said, I just want to be left alone. Again, we have peace in Jesus Christ. And if our peace is disturbed, that might be a sign that we need to go back to Jesus Christ. In fact, that's exactly what happens in today's first or gospel passage. Last week we heard about how they were sent forth in groups of two, how they were to take nothing with them. They were to wear sandals and a walking stick, but nothing else. They were to accept whatever food was given them. If they had been uh, treated inhospitably, to take the sandals off their shoes, if you remember this, and shake the dust. And now they come back and they're sharing the stories. And I can only imagine some of the stories that they would have shared. Do you know, Lord, we, we said a prayer over the sick person in your name and that person was healed. We preached your, your message of repentance and they accepted it. We saw families restored to each other. We saw reconciliation between people that, that had hated each other for a long time. We saw love being poured out because of the message of reconciliation. And Jesus says, that's wonderful. But come away for, by yourselves and rest. See, I found out the hard way, and I'm sure the apostles probably experienced this too. All work and no play makes me a very, very dull boy. Very, very tired person. Jesus understood that they needed to rest, to regroup, to share those stories, to be recreated. That's why we call it recreation. To be recreated in him. To rest. After all, as we hear, they didn't even have time to eat. How much work there must have been left to do. And yet they're invited to rest. And we hear about that rest, actually, in today's gospel, or, uh, psalm uh, all over the place. And our psalm response, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, it's usually translated, but the, the uh, literal is, the Lord is my shepherd, I have peace. Peace is not just the absence of war or conflict. Peace is the deep abiding presence of God within us, where we have a sense that all is well, all is one, that we are united with God, our Creator and Lord, who calls us, who loves us, that we're created with all those who, or that we're united with all those who love us. That's why Jesus can establish peace. And then he gives us repose beside the restful waters. Again, if our souls are tired and weary, we need to come back to Jesus Christ. And I must admit, watching the news is tiresome, isn't it? Hearing the story that this United States is the most divided, the most racially charged and divided nation that there's ever been. No, that's not true. It's not true. It is true when, that we have racists in, our, in, in the United States. It is maybe true that we have some who have some not-so-good thoughts or feelings about other people of other races. But if we come back to Jesus as a nation, if we come back to Jesus and recognize that the source of unity is not in law but in faith in Jesus Christ, we will have peace. Peace, as St. Paul says, that surpasses understanding. A peace that the world cannot give. A peace that only Christ can give. A peace that is given to us in the cross, through the cross. Because in Jesus Christ, he's put all division, all enmity, all evil 
to death. 